Man, if we're doing an episode about best movie intros, we better make this a pretty good intro. Yeah, probably. That's me, that's Brandon Wakeman. On that side of the that's my good buddy Lucas Swanson. How's it going today, buddy? Yippee kayak, mother trucker. It's a censored version today. Why are we censoring it? I don't know. Why Seems... not? What? Why not? Oh, we're Off not... to a good start. We're not cussing, huh? We'll see how long that goes. <laughs> All right. <laughs> it was more so a combination of a Die Hard quote and a Brooklyn Nine-Nine quote. So oh. Kind of intermingling that's not species? <laughs> Sure. Yeah. It's the line. What's the line? No, I, that's the, oh, I, that's the follow up. I ruined it. Yeah. Ruined it. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Oh my god. Thank you so much. I don't know what I'm doing. Man. I'm tired. It's been a while. We gotta get back at the groove. What are we? What are we doing today? I was about to ask what we do on this show, and this I already is, said it. This is. A I already re- said what we do. This is a really shitty intro to an episode about great intros. Hey, consistency. We're always <laughs> at least bad. There's, at least there's, <laughs> at least there's a, a, an avenue that we're yeah. going down. Yeah. You know, we went off on a, a street and got stuck at a cul-de-sac, but then we came back and got back on the I avenue. I just don't know how to get off the goddamn roundabouts. I get so scared. I get on them. <laughs> also. I get on them. I'm so scared. I can't get off. I, I used to call them cul-de-sacs yeah. until I learned that it was called the-sac. Is it because of culvers? Maybe. I don't know. I don't know either. Call the sacks. It's weird. Call the sacks. Call the sacks. Why would you ever want to live on a cul-de-sac? Yeah. (laughs) I guess. You want to keep the riffraff out? Sure. (laughs) Just just imagine every cul-de-sac you've ever been on. I suppose. I lived near one. Yeah. Hoity-toity. I lived on the dead end of the street. (laughs) Dead ends are different. Nobody comes to your house for Halloween. (laughs) Oh, that's super sad, actually. It's dark. It's Halloween. (laughs) I digest. That's not the right. (laughs) I had a taco before I I got on the air, so I'm digested. (laughs) What the fuck are we doing? I don't know, man. I'm so tired. (laughs) Anyway. Do you watch any movies? Uh, I watched What We Do in the Shadows. Of yeah, course you did. God. I was just thinking to myself that might be, might be the funniest movie. It's still it I've ever up. seen. It's so good. It's like I was going but that between that and MacGruber. Like, oh, I don't, MacGruber. which which one makes me laugh more? I would give it to MacGruber. Really? Yeah, because I mean, MacGruber's just kind of really dumb. Yeah. <laughs> As where what they do in the shadows is actually like thought out it's it's smart like, yeah it's really it, smart there's comedy some smart jokes in there <laughs> and then there's you know the not smart jokes that are even better <laughs> could never get the cat face right flat <laughs> <laughs> off the poker <laughs> you could poke them i was bitten when i was 16 so i'm cursed to always look like a 16 year old of course back then life as a 16 year old was much more rough <laughs> And then you just got MacGruber where he's got a piece of celery in his butt. <laughs> never say. Never, ever say never, ever. <laughs> okay, but MacGruber is very good. I gotta watch MacGruber again. I peed my jeans. <laughs> I peed <I> them. <laughs> them. 
take it back. I wouldn't tip. I never tip. McGruber <laughs> doesn't tip. I'm so, I'm, sorry. I'm so sorry. You wouldn't think it's not funny unless you don't have a heart. I don't know. I'm don't pretty enjoy sure. Enjoy good comedy. I'm pretty sure Tina and you. Is that a pipe dream that's never going to be fulfilled? I don't know. I, Apparently, it's written and it's like ready to go. No one's picked it up. Though. Why? I think it's. I think too much time has passed for. I think McGruber that's to come. perfect though. Like a completely forgotten movie getting a sequel. Yes. It's the most MacGruber thing in <laughs> the is, world. That is a really MacGruber thing. <laughs> That's super MacGruber. Right? Think That's, about it. Yeah. What? What's okay? The intro to MacGruber. The yeah. first, the opening scene of that is. I thought I was in the wrong theater when I saw MacGruber because it opens up on that like desert and they're like doing. That's right. It's, it's super like the like, tail end of a heist. Yeah. And there's like bloody bodies everywhere, and then. All of a sudden, uh, Val Kilmer shows up with a ponytail because he's Val Kilmer. Come. <laughs> and yeah, that's how that one opens up. That's and I was true. like, I really thought that I was in the wrong theater when I saw that. Man, it just goes downhill from there, huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was so pretty and well done. And then it goes into <laughs> celery in the ass. <laughs> <laughs> I love that movie, oh, man. Oh, God. It's very good. Yeah. Oh, I love it. What about uh, what we do in the shadows doesn't really have an opening scene, does it? it it's like, like him the, waking everybody up, right? It's him waking everybody up, and then it goes into like the mu- them playing music while like pictures are flying by, and then it stops on them just yeah, three so of that, them playing instruments in the living room. Yeah, that's like them. That's like the opening credit scene. Yeah, yeah. I'm thinking more but the like opening the opening scene opening is them scene. arguing about dishes. <laughs> You haven't done the dishes in like 10 years. <laughs> I'm a vampire. I do not have to do dishes. <laughs> yeah, it's them talking about how they became vampires and all of that. It, it, I mean, that one's kind of tough to have like a good opening scene because yeah, it's, do- it's mockumentary style. Yeah. So you can't have like this big epic or anything like that. I mean, I don't, start I don't hate it. No, no. I think it's perfect like for what that movie is. Oh, exactly. But as for like, you know openers that stick with you and what would you define that as as a, a good opener yeah like what what it, where do you stand on like what makes an opening scene stand out to you like what gets you going uh i would say if it kind of like you know kicks you off right where you want to be you know like you don't really know what you're getting yourself into and then that opening scene happens like oh okay this is what's happening yeah i'm ready for this yeah let's go and, like, if it sets the bar and then you only go up from there, like, yeah, that's kind of what I always thought of. I would agree with that. I think that's a good way to define it. Something that's, like, it gets you in it. You you yeah. know right away what you're in for. And, I mean, just for it to stick with you, you know, like, if you walk out and, like, that's still what you're thinking of is the opening scene. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Even though there's supposed to be big climaxes and big points in the movie, but the opener is still what you think about. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's why I think about Tokyo Drift way more than me. <laughs> <laughs> Let's race our cars. <laughs> you know the opening scene of Tokyo yes, Drift. Yes, I do. It's awful. They race through like a, a construction, construction site. site. Yeah. They just break and then his dad homes. gets all mad and sends him to Japan. <laughs> why would you do that? <laughs> so he can learn to drift. So he can beat those boys in a race. Come I on. saw a fantastic poster somewhere. Mm-hmm. There was this like outdoor theater thing, and they had a poster up that said "Too Much Furious," <laughs> and it was 
It was a three-hour window where they were going to play every single Fast and Furious movie at the same time. <laughs> I would watch that, though. I would be so down. <laughs> Too much Furious. And it's just Vin Diesel. <laughs> And that was the other thing. The poster was literally just a, like, a collage. A hodgepodge like, of Vin Diesel. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, I need this. Yes, it is. I want to I wanna do that now. Oh, but that would require me, like... I'd have to purchase every single that, yeah. Fast and Furious. And I just don't... I don't think I can... I've I seen, like, think four, and there's, like, 12 of them now. Oh, I don't think I can do it. And there's, oh, God. It'd be hard, but... We've seen all the Lord of the Rings, so yeah. we can go through anything now. I mean, Fast and Furious movies are only like, what, an hour and a half long? <laughs> and there's a couple that get up there, like two, two and a half. Oh, yeah. what are you doing for two and a half hours know. in That's the car? I what I'm saying. They're shifting the entire time. They are <laughs> shifting. <laughs> I don't think they know that cars only have up to five gears, like at the most. Yeah, but you don't get a boner if they only shift three times, man. You got to get it in there. <laughs> And then which which one? I think it's Fast and Furious. Too Fast, Too Furious. Sorry. Yeah, come um, on. Get the names right. Yeah. They worked very hard. They did. Uh, too Fast, Too Furious when they are racing down a freeway and Paul Walker spins his car around and throws it in reverse. And still, and going, is, the same and still speed. going the same speed as these guys in like fucking fifth gear. Yeah, he didn't destroy his transmission <laughs> yeah, or <no>. anything, <laughs> shifting out of sixth that quickly. No, that wouldn't happen. It's too no, 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 no. See, the it's problem is fast. he's too fast and he's too furious. So the car can handle it. If you're it's also got faster, nitro, which is just magic juice to make your car go faster or speed up film. <laughs> <laughs> Press this button, the camera goes whoosh. <laughs> Those movies have terrible openings. All of them are bad. Yeah, yeah. That's some. That's a good example of how not to do an opening. I would say um, anything before the seventies. <laughs> Yeah. Where we're going to list everybody in the movie. <laughs> the opening credits, when it was like, they do the, the... It's like a fucking playbill on the screen. It's awful. Well, that's what they used to do, is instead of the credits at the end of the movie, they do them at the front of the movie. And that's why, like, um, you know, Batman, the 1966 version, yeah. has that ridiculously long credit scene, because everything is getting listed on it. Mm -hmm. um, but that one's kind of fun, with all the yeah. lights and all the characters. But, dude... That's a fucking great opening scene. With the shark? With the shark. God, I didn't even think about that. That's I an honorable might mention have right to, there. That is an honorable mention because I didn't put it on my list, but I should have. Yeah. Man, that is an opener. For those of you that don't know. Oh. <laughs> it's the best scene in any movie ever made. Well, because you go through this ridiculous opening sequence uh, with the credits, and then it's Adam West Batman in the Batmobile driving to... No, no, no. He's not in the Batmobile. He's in, a, he's in the Bat Cycle. And Robin's in in the sidecar. Yeah, and then they and split then they, off. Yeah, because they pull to get up to, to the, the same helicopter. destination. Yep, they pull up to the <laughs> helicopter, and Robin like shoots out of the sidecar. It's like a little go kart to get to the same destination. <laughs> Literally pointless, but they had to show it off. Yep. And I don't think that's ever been in any other Batman ever. No, of course they not, because he that... doesn't drive a motorcycle no, with like, a sidecar. Even, even in the show, like I don't think they did the sidecar thing. Sell them toys. <laughs> Pretty much. And uh, then they get into the Batcopter. Of course. Um, Which, I love the Batcopter. Don't get me wrong. It's fucking great. It's got wings. It's just, <laughs> it's just a commercial helicopter. There's nothing cool about it. bat symbol on the side of it. <laughs> ah, good enough. And then they, they're they flying over a bunch of buildings, and there's, like, orgies happening on every rooftop. And they're all like, hi, Batman! 
Batman! <laughs> and then Batman's just like waving back. <laughs> Going to stop something. Hi. Hi. That's I'm, the thing. You also Adam have, West here. Hi. You also have no idea what they're doing no. or why they're doing it. Because all of a there's sudden there's a sense of urgency that is yes. undisclosed at that moment. Because <laughs> then they're over the ocean and there's a yacht or something. And they're flying over the yacht, and then finally Batman gets on the radio and is like, we got the yacht, we're going to lower me down. And then it disappears. <laughs> well, the, the, the ladder falls, That's, and the bat no, ladder... No, sorry, the bat ladder falls. The bat ladder falls, because there is a distinct sign at the bottom. You need to label your things. It's, <laughs> it's, honestly, how can you be prepared if it's not labeled? I label That's, everything in my house, the Brandon whatever. <laughs> I need some salt. Brandon's I'm sorry food. I don't have that. Here's the Brandon salt. <laughs> Much better. <laughs> oh, I hate that. <laughs> anyway, Batman goes down on the ladder, the bat ladder. Yeah, thank you. And then the thank boat, you. Clarify. And the boat disappears as he's being lowered into the water. And, and what should when, appear? When he comes out, there is this clearly foam shark attached to his leg, <laughs> and he's just beating on it. And you hear this like thunk, thunk, thunk. <laughs> And then he calls up to Robin. Yes. <laughs> For the bat shark repellent. The shark repellent bat, bat spray. spray. Sorry. But it's also next to what? what it's it next like, to barracuda repellent bat spray. Which, octopus repellent bat spray. Can I ask a real question? Why in the fucking helicopter do they have all sea-oriented yes, sprays? Yes. <laughs> you think it would be like hawks equals <laughs> machine gun. Like... <laughs> A sparrow with a machine gun. Yeah, of course. Because that also comes up in the movie. Why don't they have a spray for it? They know it exists. <laughs> My favorite part of that, though, when is they're flying when... up and it falls off his leg and explodes. Yeah, there's that. <laughs> Poor thing must have he's... ate a sea lo- a sea mine. Yep. <laughs> and they come to that conclusion immediately. <laughs> Couldn't be anything else. <laughs> Poor animal. <laughs> like just peppering some animal rights there. <laughs> I know we blew it up, but <laughs> listen. It ate a sea mine. <laughs> Good job, Batman. You got it. <laughs> oh, God. You just have a whole episode dedicated to talking about that movie. Maybe we'll, You know what? We should it's do that one of these days. great. Oh, God. We should go through shot for shot on that movie. Yes. Anyway, that is the opener of the 1966 Batman, which is absolutely phenomenal. It, it lets is you know my exactly, favorite Batman. I'm, oh, I would say by down, a significant margin. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and yeah, that opener gets you. It know, you know exactly what you're getting into for the rest of that movie. I'm, so, I'm thinking of the guy getting launched out of the house on a springboard, <laughs> and it just it's a mannequin. And then when that hits the water, explodes. it explodes. <laughs> Which either a all his henchmen are laced with explosives, or b they have a really bad sea mine problem around yes. Gotham. Yes. <laughs> what i got out of it i assumed what i assumed there was another shark that ate another mine and when he hit the water it triggered the shark you know what though maybe this is just a very big problem in gotham just sharks eating mines don't touch the sharks i repeat as if you were you know what no in this gotham people would be touching sharks left and right mommy a shark boom Damn thing ain't another sea mine. We should really take care of that. <laughs> there are more sea mines than trash in our ocean. <laughs> okay, we're, we're definitely going to have to do that movie scene by scene just to talk about it one of these yes. days. All right. but we, we have rambled on too long about, about Batman 1966. 1966. <laughs> oh, God. All right. Want to just get into it? I believe you start. 
I'm sorry. I gotta recover. I need to rewatch that movie. I gotta recover because that movie is phenomenal. It's so good. <laughs> sorry, I just pictured Adam West as Batman staring into the abyss when he finds out that Miss Kithka is really Catwoman. <laughs> like the the swell of the orchestra. <laughs> Oh, God. If you have not seen this movie, you need to go see this movie. Seriously, it's on it's... HBO. I think it's on Net- I think it's on Netflix. I haven't checked in a while. I know for a fact it's on HBO, though, so get her done. People. Yes. <laughs> All right. Anyway, let's, let's talk actually about talk about, our about list. it. My list is really sad compared to that, so. That's fine. I digress. That is fine. <laughs> My number five yeah. is from pretty recent movie uh blade runner 2049 Ooh, i really really like that batista fight yeah with him and ryan gosling i think that's really really fun yeah um god it's a good movie yeah that is literally the prettiest movie i've ever I seen wouldn't in my say the life. story is very strong but no but i will watch that movie it's pretty like it is three hours of gorgeousness that i had no idea what was going on yeah if you want story watch the first one if you want visuals, watch the second yeah. and the first one because the first one's still gorgeous. Right, too. yeah, and the second one just kind of like capitalizes on that. Yeah, but um, yeah, to get into the okay, so the movie itself is about it's a sequel technically to Blade Runner, uh, where there are basically cops who have to hunt down rogue androids. That's about it. Uh, in the second one, rogue androids are hunting rogue androids, and it's confusing. And Jared Leto's in there for some reason because um, he is a robot. Yeah, it's weird. Um, but anyway, the opening of this movie is Ryan Gosling is a Blade Runner who is someone who hunts androids, and he goes out to this farm in the middle of nowhere, and it's gorgeous, even though it's like grayscale. Always gorgeous. Um, and he gets into this house where Batista is, and after talking, they both realize what Ryan Gosling's there to do, mm-hmm. and then like they so the dialogue is super tense, and like you can feel it growing. And then that fight happens, and it's, you know, Batista, who is this massive man who's also an android, so he's whipping Ryan Gosling all over the place. surprised by vacuum cleaners with eyes on them. They gave him one, they gave, it's like an English, like, Hoover that has, like, eyes on it. And oh, yeah. Like, he was very happy about it. Anyway, sorry. I, didn't I forgot about it. that. <laughs> Batista's a beautiful man. <laughs> um, so anyway, the, in, so they're fighting, and then you realize that, Ryan Gosling is also an android, so it's not even like I thought he was a guy, like a real person. And then right away in this opening scene, they're like, "Nope, you're wrong. He's an android as well." Yeah, they kind of burned that one a little quick for me, but but I think that was the point. Like, I guess. you know, uh, but yeah, it just it got you geared up for the movie. It got you geared up for how beautiful it's gonna be. Yeah, uh, I just think it just fit really, really well, and so that's why my number five. But like I said, it's just gorgeous. Yeah, so that's why it's my number five. Is like. That's the only thing I really love about it. It's just so pretty. Yeah. So, so I pretty. Gotcha. My number five. Yes. Zoolander. Zoolander? <laughs> Hear me out. You know exactly where you're going when you watch the first scenes of Zoolander. I'm trying to think of what the opening scene is on Jitterbug. Oh, Gasoline God. fight. They all explode. <laughs> it's... Then he decides to go back and become a coal miner. Like... You you know what you're getting into when you watch the opening scenes of oh my Zoolander, God. man. That's right. That is amazing. Yeah, he wakes <laughs> up in his bed and all of his other male model roommates 
go for orange mocha frappuccinos. <laughs> and then they stop to fill up their Jeep where they get into an impromptu gasoline fight. And then one of them goes to light a cigarette and blows them all up. <laughs> That's right. And then it's Derek giving a eulogy. <laughs> a eulogy. A eulogizer. One that eulogizes at funerals. <laughs> You know exactly what you're gonna get, and that's why I think it's a great opener. <laughs> that is that is a, that is a oh my god, that is fantastic. The gas fight, and then at the end when they have the fucking the fountain, fountain is that with the yes exactly <laughs> <laughs> the fountain in front of the Derek Zoolander Institute for Children Who Can't Read Good, but also want to learn to do other stuff good too. <laughs> the statue of his three friends hosing each other down with gasoline. <laughs> In front of the building, it's you, you know what you're gonna get. That's all I'm saying, and I think that's that's why it's at five. It's not great, but right, but you, you know what you're yeah, gonna get. It's just off the walls, ridiculous. A, it's a gasoline fight. Like, where the <laughs> fuck is this coming? <laughs> They're having so much fun. They are, and then they explode. <laughs> oh god, that is that is so good. That's you what I'm saying, right. man. You are absolutely. That, right. That's all I've got to say about it because it's not. Great. I'm uh, sorry. You got something more important to do? Check no, I was Snapchat get, over there. I got a message from my fiance. You're working. I don't get paid. I do get paid. We're almost at a dollar. Hell yeah! Which means we're almost at seventy-five, 75 cents. <laughs> Is it a video message or just a message? message? No, it was just a message. Uh, okay. All right. So moving on. Yeah. Kind of a turn. That's fair. I'm gonna go with my number four is Logan. Really? Logan. Uh, reason being, uh, when I first watched this movie in that opening scene where he's driving the limo and, it tr- and he tries to get carjacked, it immediately is just like, it's rated R! Do you know it's rated R? It's rated fucking R! Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> and it got you exactly in the right mindset for what you're getting yourself into. Because he kills like four people viciously. Yes, he does. While dropping tons of f bombs, and it's a pretty fun scene too, because like yeah. he gets shot, and then you have like the shock of them when he gets up from being shot. Like I just think it really, really works well. I mean, it's not great, but I don't know. Like the first rated R mm-hmm. Marvel movie, right? Well, no, Deadpool, Deadpool came out first. first. Yeah, uh, but like, but Deadpool's not. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if they could. I don't know. That's a good question for me. I don't know what the question is, but if it's a Marvel first rated R Marvel movie, it it's, is. It's it Deadpool is under the Marvel, but I think Logan was still under Sony for so or was Fox. Deadpool, sorry, though. Deadpool was under Fox. Under Sony or oh, Fox, maybe. either one. It's not a Disney product, or maybe it is now. But I don't think so. I think that's why they're all rated R. Yeah. Which well, is also you you can't make a. <laughs> You can't make a Deadpool that's not rated R unless you do the weird thing that they did where they released it yeah, censored and I stuff. Yeah, I still haven't seen it, but I, I kind of want to just to see it again. Eh, I haven't seen the new one You gotta regardless. see it. I know, I know. I want to. It's not that I, I don't want to. It's I just, know. There's so much shit yeah. to watch. But anyway, I mean, Logan was a really interesting adaptation, and I really, really liked how that movie unfolded. Mm-hmm. And that scene as an opener, just it got me... In, it got me to stay there. It got me to watch the rest of that movie, and I knew what I was getting myself into. I knew what was going to happen. I knew that the fight scenes were going to be really intense, and they were going to be bloody, and there was going to be F-bombs. And, yeah, I just really, really liked it. I thought it was a really good opener for what it was. Because if, if that same scene 
was in like the PG-13 version, but it was all censored and it was all like toned down. Yeah, it wouldn't have worked. It wouldn't You're have right. worked. You're right. I will say, however, bad movie, what I wanted, okay, Wolverine Origins. Hear me oh. out. Oh. The opening of that movie? Yes. The, the I credit want sequence? of them like going through all the wars yeah. and shit. Give me that movie. Mm-hmm. Yep. Why did they give us the shit show that was after? Give me that movie of him and his brother fighting fucking world wars. Yep. Yes, please. It was. I really, really like that. I want more of that. Yeah, that. That's. I wouldn't call that an opening scene. I would call that the opening credits. Yeah. So no, it's but, a I, that, but that's why I didn't want to bring. I just wanted to talk yeah, about that because, like, I definitely agree. God, that would have been so much. Because, like, you're watching this montage of like that relationship, like grow with him and his brother, as well as fall apart. Exactly. So, like, I would have much rather seen that. Yeah, I'm definitely behind that for shizzle, my nizzle, pizzle, kizzle. Oh, what? You giving me shit for Snapchat and then you're going to whip out your phone and start texting? I was adding shit to my list, you <laughs> butt. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. But yeah, Logan, number four. I don't it's think good. there's there's not much more to say about it no. other than it's rated R. Yeah, pretty much. Empire Strikes Back. Yeah. Now, I had all of Star Wars written down and that's what I was changing because basically they're all the fucking same but I will say out of all of them I think Empire does the best at changing a tone mm-hmm. because New Hope you have you know the great Vader scene where you get yep. introduced to the villain mm-hmm. but then it goes straight into two droids in the desert yep then you're looking at you know Return of the Jedi which is desert fucking Jabba's palace which yeah. is slow it's I'm, slow, but it's, I mean, uh, everything like before the Rancor fight. Mm-hmm. Eh. Yeah, that's true. Not bad, but not. It's all setting up for the Rancor not fight. Onslaught. Yeah. Which is what Empire was. Empire was, you know, Luke gets attacked by some shit. They find him, bring him back. Oh, no, here's the Empire. Mm-hmm. Like, boom, right there. You're in it. You're in a war zone. Mm-hmm. It's great. <laughs> I almost did uh, Empire Strikes Back for my list. Uh, mm-hmm. But you're right. Like, I absolutely love that and it was such a change of tone too exactly because you're you know from the first movie it was all like deserts tatooine and uh that shit and then you get to empire i just want to go to dagobah station <laughs> but uncle ben <laughs> let me go to tashi station <laughs> <laughs> he's so whiny god he's so whiny in the yeah. first one uh but like and just to flip it on its head yeah. in empire and like frozen hoth like snowy hoth it's is cool. Instantly, Luke is in, in peril. Mm-hmm. Instantly. And did you know that they added that scene afterwards? Yeah, because he got Cause hit he, by Because a... <laughs> he had a motorcycle accident? Yep. That's why he got his face scars? Yeah. Yeah. But, like, the fact that that happened and they were like, we'll just put this in. Yeah. Like, and it's still fucking great. Yeah. Like, well, that's I pretty think cool. It, it works. Yeah. Plus I definitely get, like plus that. Plus, you get snow wampas. <laughs> like, <laughs> wampas are great. Yeah, they are. And tauntauns. You get tauntauns. We love Tauntauns. Uh, we had an entire episode dedicated yeah, to Tauntauns. That wasn't a good one. <laughs> no. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, like I say, I mean, it's just, it's such a dramatic change. Mm-hmm. And you re- you really get the sense of, oh, they're losing this. Because mm-hmm. it doesn't go well for them. No, everything goes wrong. They literally are dying. Mm-hmm. And it's definitely like, oh, shit, they didn't stop the Empire. This is just a setback. Yeah. A massive setback, granted, because there was a lot of people in that fucking ball. But it was just ball. as... It, okay, what, do you, what would you call the Death Star other than a ball? It, yeah. It's a ball with a gun. Did you... 
Did you see uh, what Mark Hamill responded to someone on Twitter? With? No. What? So it was National Trivia Day, I oh. guess. And someone tweeted at him like, hey, Mark Hamill, do you have any tidbits to share with us on National Trivia Day just for fun? And he goes, when we were filming in England uh, for A New Hope, it was record heat and the suits were too hot. So all the scenes of pilots in the X-Wings, they're not wearing pants. <laughs> <laughs> Makes sense. And it forever changes how I'm going to watch that movie. <laughs> Thanks, Mark. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, that's all I got to say about Empire. That's good. I like it. But I mean, once again, number four, because there are so many of them. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't really set the tone for anything else. Yeah. It... I mean, like, Seven's opening's pretty good. It's definitely like... Oh, yeah. Uh, it's pretty good, but I'd still give it to Empire. Mm-hmm. But uh, I like Last Jedi's opener, kind of. I do too, actually. With, like, the the Poe Dameron I mainly X-Men like fight. it because it pissed a lot of people off, but <laughs> also fucking Space Bombers, like, hell yeah, yeah let's do it. <laughs> and it, like, right after the last one. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. One year gap in number nine. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. Um, yeah. Anyway, That's Star Wars. Number three, go. Uh, my number three is Raiders of the Lost Ark. Oh, yeah. Raiders. So Raiders of the Lost Ark, a.k.a. the first Indiana Jones movie. Yeah, it's really good. Yeah, talk Moving about on. it. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> talk about it, boy. Yeah, uh, so Indiana Jones, the Raiders of the Lost Ark, is the story of Indiana Jones, who is a archaeologist. He's a professor. Of archaeology. Yeah, but he's a professor. He's just a professor, yeah. He teaches class because there's that one scene that always made me really uncomfortable in the first part of the movie with the girl that has the shit written on her eyelids. But like, Oh, yeah. That always made me what does really... It say? It's like, I love you or some shit. Yeah, something like that. It made me really uncomfortable. And I was like, why is this in here? I could never figure out, like, the scene of, let's just show that one of his students wants to bang him. Doesn't make sense to me. Yeah. But that is weird. Anyway, the, yeah, anyway, the opening. So, well, the whole movie is basically there's a relic that the Nazis are trying to get to unleash God, um, essentially. So uh, Indiana Jones has to stop him. But uh, the opening of this movie is when he is trying to find a different relic in a tropical jungle cave. It belongs in if you see him. Yeah. Uh, and it's him going through this tomb that's all set up with booby traps and he's got to defuse them all. So, like, you get a feel for this character. You get a feel for all the... the. What are you laughing at? What? Our bit. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> just I'm, just, I'm laughing about us. We're funny. <laughs> so he's he's got to defuse all these booby traps. And he gets to the relic. And you think he's out, in the, out free and clear. But then the big boulder comes. So iconic. Uh, and he's got to outrun the boulder. And, yeah, it's just... I think it just fits really well, and it's a really big, just throws you into it. And then, of course, he gets out of it, and it starts up, you know, there's the tribe out there trying to kill him then. Start the plane! Start the plane! <laughs> and, yeah, it just... It also does set, like, Indy's not the most confident man. He's kind of a bumbling idiot. Yeah. Which I appreciate that he's not, you know, big macho adventurer. He's yeah. just a fucking nerd who likes... He's, like... he's smart, but he's not smart. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Smart. Yeah, he's just not dumb, yeah. I guess is what you could say. But it just it gets even you... that like the whole scene where he's like weighing out the sand and shit, it's like if they had made that believable, it would have been like, oh fucking this is dumb. But they didn't. They made it like truly believable where it's like, yeah, there's no way in hell he could have been like, that's the perfect weight. Like, <laughs> <laughs> by dumping out a little sand, like, yes. <laughs> no way in hell. <laughs> yeah. 
so yeah, it's just good. It gets you ready for that movie. Yeah. Because you know that we're in a world where there's relics and they're protected by random shit and like anything can happen. Uh, Do you get spiked in the first three minutes too? Oh yeah. His uh, escort who mm-hmm. pushes him aside and runs ahead and then just. Yep. Because he steps in the light. <laughs> That's what I bring up in the bit is like all those booby traps are like one and done. Like, <laughs> They're done, man. It's just... like an ancient civilization. You really think they have like reloads on those? <laughs> just saying. <laughs> they just kind of walked in. There was nothing stopping them. Oh, that's a good bit. That's a good bit. All right. Uh, but yeah, Raiders. That's my number three. Smart. My number three, Lord of War. Ooh. With the whole like production of a bullet opening credits scene. It follows a bullet through the oh, factory, and then yeah. it gets shipped on the boat, and then it ends up in, like, some African kid's gun, and mm-hmm. he kills a guy with it. It's, like, it really sets the tone of, like, oh, that's what this movie is about. That is true. That's It's it, very It gets good. you in the in the mood for that movie. God, that's a really underrated one. I know. I love Lord of War. Lord of War is great. Nicolas Cage not being super Nicolas Cagey, but, like, still delivering a being solid enough, performance. Yeah. And Jared Leto, when I don't want to stab him. Yeah, it's actually good in that one. Yeah. But that's because I didn't know it was Jared Leto. <laughs> I'm sure rewatching it, it'll be like, oh, yeah, that's I guess. fucking Jared. But, God, that movie's good, dude. Yeah, I do like that. And, and that opening scene is just really interesting, too, because it takes an incredibly different approach. Because it's all about arms dealing and mm-hmm. being a scumbag. Right. So, like, you follow a bullet being made in a factory. It's just. And it, it also, it, like, gets you in this mindset of, like, it's a business. Yeah. But it's an ugly one. Exactly. And like you're in the last so, like ten seconds of it is darkness as the bullet like travels up the magazine. Oh yeah. And then it fires out and mm-hmm. just you see the camera follow it into the kid and it's like, oh my god. Yeah. That's and that's a really good opener actually, because yeah, it gets it gets you ready for that. Exactly. And it puts you in the right mindset. That's good. I, I like have it at three though, because I don't think it's aged very well with the CGI. I eh, haven't watched it since. Yeah, so. I mean, but I'm sure can, it's just fine. You can only limit it like that for so long, you know? Like, looking back at, you know, even, like, original Star Wars, you know, mm-hmm. the CGI obviously isn't great, but no. it's still good, exactly. you know? But as, as long as you can watch the movie and just be like, I understand what's happening, I understand the point of this, mm-hmm. other than, like, that shoddy production, like, just just let go and watch. I mean, I, you can't, know? I can't watch the prequels because of that. That's Episode yeah. 3 is unwatchable with how bad that CGI has become. I don't know. It's one because they rely so heavily on it, though. Yeah. I think one is way, way worse. One, they still have puppets in, though. Do they? Yeah. They still had puppets for one. I can't watch one because it's a bad movie. Yeah. But three is just all CGI, and it's not good CGI anymore. Mm-hmm. It's. Mm. I guess. I don't know. I don't, don't rewatch the prequels, period. Yeah, fair. <laughs> all right, what's your number two? My number two. Inglorious Bastards. Ah, uh, yes. Inglorious. Under the floorboards. Yep. yep. That is one of the most tense scenes I've ever seen. Seen, seen. Seen, seen. Gotta seen, seen. seen. Um, <laughs> Gotta seen. <laughs> yeah, it's just, it's really, really good. Inglorious Bastards is the story of a couple different people trying to kill Nazis. That's essentially the end of it. That's the bit. Um... I, I, some people can watch this movie a lot. I cannot. I can, I've only seen it like two I, times. I, I can't it, watch I think it again. I've seen it twice. It's long. It's it's long and it's it's subject matter is tough. Yeah. Uh, obviously, I mean, you know, 
it's more Nazis killing or being killed than killing, which is nice, uh, but still. Um, so the opening scene is you meet up with Christoph Waltz, who is one of the greatest villains uh, to be on screen. I love him. I love Fan- him. I love him. Yeah. I love him. I love him. Um, <laughs> on, on, get off my dick. <laughs> Channing Tate, yum. Uh, and it, it, he go, goes into this house where he suspects one of these guys is hiding Jews. Yeah. And there's this conversation that goes on. There's even like a tish of humor in it. When he pulls, when he pulls out the out bigger pipe. pipe. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and it's, it's it's very well done. It's... But it's it's a little long for me. Like the, just the opening? I mean, it couldn't have been done any other way. I, yeah. I think it just, as a whole, I just like... <laughs> I just think it, it really sets the tone for what that movie is going to be. Oh, like, that's very fair. Like, you know, the fact that you want these people to get away. You want mm-hmm. the Jews to survive. But they don't. You know, like... Except for one. Except for one. And then she comes back. But, uh, yeah. Like you know that, okay, anything can actually happen. Like, it's not this goody-goody two-shoes movie where yeah. everybody's happy, everybody lives. Like, people are going to die, and it's going to be ugly. It's going to be bad. And the Nazis are going to win some, and then they might lose some, but they're mm-hmm. they're going to win some. And I just think it's a good a good setup for the whole thing. I agree. It's a good pick. Inglorious Bastards, number two. My number two, The Dark Knight. Thy Dark Knight. The bank heist scene. Mm-hmm. Because that sets the tone for Heath Ledger's Joker. <laughs> it's very good. Yes, it is. It's so dark and so yeah. unexpected. Because, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, Batman Begins was dark, but it, this was a whole other level of just, mm-hmm. oh, this is this is something different. This is Yeah, because, I mean, Batman Begins was more so like, it was very toned They down. were treading the waters. Yeah. They were and test- then Dark Knight was like, fuck you! Yeah, and just and punched just you in the throat. Opens up with people just... Getting killed right, left and right mm-hmm. in a bank heist, and mm-hmm. that's when you meet the real Joker and what he's gonna be like, and oh, that God. sets the tone for this movie. That introduction, so hard. That it's like, oh, this is, so is the crazy motherfucker we're dealing with. Mm-hmm. This leads, you know, to the fucking hospital scene. It leads to oh, him blowing up a police station. It's mm-hmm. oh, it's perfect yep. Yep. setup for a Joker. Mm-hmm. God, it's so so good. And then you even have. That part where the bank manager is like trying to shoot him, mm-hmm. and then he sticks like the what he thinks is a grenade in his mouth. Yeah, and it's just and like it's, and a it's gas just a smoke grenade. bomb. Yeah, like that's so Joker. Yeah, and it's oh, it's so good. And he ends up killing all his own people. Mm-hmm. Like oh, it's so. Mm. Oh, and that that actual introduction of Joker is so good. I also love that all of them are wearing Joker masks. So you mm-hmm. don't know like. You don't really know what's you what. Think, you who. think it's just Joker's goons, and then you find out, oh, wait, no, he's there. Mm-hmm. And then when he find, you finally see his face, yep. you react the same way that Marco Kine reacted. Did you know yep. that whole bit? Yeah, right? that, he forgot his lines. He, forgot he was his supposed lines. to say was, shit. Because that was the first time he saw him in makeup. But he was terrified. Like, oh. <laughs> yeah. There's so many like really cool little tidbits of trivia about his it character really in that movie. Uh, one of which being they when they... You know, that that actual introduction of Joker when he's like, stranger. And it's like, you hear that, you can hear like the audio not quite right. Mm-hmm. And the the screen or like the shot isn't quite focused. Yeah. Like all the that was on purpose. The scene makes it really uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. It was all on purpose. Yeah. So that when, you, when you're introduced to him, it's like, you're uncomfortable mm-hmm. in all senses of the word. Yeah. And it's so perfect. It really is. I'm just going to jump ahead. That's my number one. Ah, uh, I thought as much. The, it's too 
too fucking good. I know it is. And I, I'm really interested to see what you think tops that. I think you might agree with me on this one. All right. Overlord. Oh, Overlord I forgot with the about most Overlord. Realistic war scene I've seen in a long fucking time. Oh, no movie. God. I haven't seen a movie in a long time that I've been sitting there ready to crack jokes and ready to talk about. And then. Yeah. I couldn't look away. Mm-hmm. It was just that's so so true. brutal so quickly, and it just everything goes wrong right away. And they're trying to paratroop in, and the ship's being fucking shot apart. Yep. people are dying. People are vomit. It's I love Overlord. Oh, God. <laughs> Man, I forgot about Overlord. How did I forget about that? Because that yeah, opening dude, scene it's is amazing. So tense. Especially considering, like, and it you sets watch... the tone too, because like yeah. it doesn't stop after that. Mm-hmm. I don't think there was a slow part in that movie. I mean, it got a little slow in the village, just a little bit, yeah, but, but not it, to like there a, a was still fault tension point. in it. It right, wasn't like, like it wasn't a fault. It wasn't them just sitting around waiting for something. Yeah. There was still tension, mm-hmm. which I appreciated. Yeah, I was, I was gonna say like, watching the trailer for that movie, you think. It's mainly the Nazi zombie thing. Yeah. No, not at all. It, that's like 20 minutes of the movie. Like, yeah. there is so little about that. And so when I sit down and I start seeing this ridiculously intense paratrooping scene. And the sound, oh. the, the sound design was so on point for mm-hmm. that movie. Oh. And that scene when, because it's, it's done in almost a one shot where... The plane is falling apart, and they're finally jumping off, and you're following um, uh, Boyd, and he jumps off, and the camera, like, follows him, yeah, and it's straight into the and water, you're, and, and you're following, and you're falling down, and it's spinning around, and you're just seeing him reaching for shit, because he can't find it, and he's too scared. Like, I was sitting there, like, oh, fucking shit. Like, I was, and then yeah, I think dude. once he finally got out of harm's way, me and you looked at each other, like, Oh, fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I don't think you and I even made eye contact until they were, like, in the village and we were like... This is good. (laughs) (laughs) Like, any point in that opening scene where you decided to put down your guard a little bit, something happens. Mm -hmm. Like, they're walking along, you put down your guard, boom, explosion, dead. It... It that's a that's cool that you say so that. Yeah. yeah, like once you let down your guard, the movie like it's basically everyone in the movie also lets down their guard, and that's when something happens, which yeah. is what would happen exactly. Uh, like even when he hits the water and you think he's finally safe and he starts crawling out, he's immediately attempted to be gunned down by Nazis. Yeah, like there's no right rest. away. Yeah. Oh God, it's so good. Yeah, so good. Uh, right. yeah. Overlord is so good, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God. Yes, Overlord. Yes, please. Huh. There we have it. That's good. We only have one crossover. Yeah. that's. I find that very uh, surprising, to be honest. Me I thought too. we were going to crossover a little bit more. I thought maybe Logan would be a crossover, honestly. Yeah. Especially Raiders. I thought Raiders would be a crossover. See, my problem with Raiders is it doesn't... I don't know. It's all one big story for me. So, like have that little part that doesn't pertain anything else to the rest of the story kind of bothered me. Yeah, I guess it sets the mood of like, okay, this is what he does in his free time because he doesn't get paid for it. Right. (laughs) It's a hobby. (laughs) He gives it to a museum. They pay him. No, they don't. Oh, that's shitty. I know. Why would he do that? So maybe that's why I didn't, maybe that's why I didn't put it on there, but I could see that. All right. Well, you want to collab it up? 
I believe we should. Collaboration. You want to r- run it back real quick? Tell us what yeah, we got. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, number fives, we have Zoolander and Blade Runner 2049. Mm-hmm. Number fours, Empire Strikes Back and Logan. Number threes, Lord of War and Raiders of the Lost Ark. Number two, you have Dark Knight and I have Inglorious Bastards. And number one, you have Overlord and I put The Dark Knight. All right. These are all really good. Yes. So right off the bat, we got to get rid of some. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so we have... Fuck Zoolander. <laughs> I mean, I don't want to say fuck it because it's no, no, fantastic. No, no, no. It but is it just, great. It's just it, it does not fit with yeah. the rest. Cause all, I would say... We, we got really into it at the end. I think you and I kind of were like, oh, we need four and fives. Uh, fucking... <laughs> yeah, that's that's pretty much it. Yeah. Uh, which kind of brings me to Blade Runner 2049. I'd say that could go. Yeah. It's beautiful and it gets you ready for it, but... It's just okay. But like I said, does it have any, like, plot-wise, does it really set you in? Eh, kind of. It, it kicks off the plot, doesn't it? I mean, A little bit, but not, like... That, to be honest, I don't know. I suppose Overlord doesn't either, so... Yeah. But... I honestly don't know with 2049, because yeah. I have no idea what that movie was. Yeah. I just know it was absolutely gorgeous. Yeah, God, it really is. It's a really good movie to look at. I watched that movie on mute. Honestly, I don't care. I would, <laughs> I would get one of those, like, picture frames that does that. And just have, oh, yeah, just have it running. <laughs> just have gifts of that running in my house. I would, oh, perfect. All oh, those reds and blues. Also, the neon pinks and purples. Yeah, oh. and, and not to be weird, but that scene when his virtual wife uh, connects with the prostitute and mm. they have sex, that was absolutely beautiful. It was, wasn't it? That was one of the best sex scenes I've ever seen. And not because it was like, oh, so fucking hot. It was like, this is absolutely gorgeous and the Which performance is, on honestly, both ends it's the way a sex scene should be i shouldn't mm-hmm. get hard watching a sex scene in a movie it should yeah. just be beautiful because brian gosling's character is actually in love with this hologram and he yeah. finally gets to have a physical connection with her like oh, it's so sweet oh it is beautiful this is my acting range <laughs> brian gosling this is my acting range see how no, it starts to get smaller i ain't got no mom i ain't got no dad <laughs> put a toothpick in your mouth anything in your mouth have something in your hands gotta be doing something with your hands <laughs> I do. Every time I see a Ryan Gosling performance, I'm I always go back to and that. this is my acting range. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what do we have? We have one, two, three, four, five, six. Wait, right? Yeah. No. Yes. No. Yes. No. We, one, two, okay, so three, we had four, nine. five, six, seven. We had nine. We got rid of two. So we're at seven. seven. We're at yeah. seven. Sorry, I was miscounting. So we have seven more to go. We have to get rid of two more. I kind of... Okay, the only thing I would say... Actually, no. Hmm. I almost wanted to say Lord of War might not fit because it's technically an open credit scene. Mm. But man, it's good. It really is. And And I I will stand by that. That is the one that mostly shows you what the fuck is going to happen. And it puts you where you need to be. Yeah. You know? I know. The only thing... I would say maybe Empire only because... When I think of Empire, I yeah. immediately go to the, the Hoth scene. Exactly. Like the battle scene. Yeah, which is a little farther away from the opening. Yeah. Um, that's that's the only thing that I would say. And I agree with that. I'm, I'm okay with getting rid of Empire. But then, I mean, you're, you made good points about Raiders. Yeah. So, I don't know. Inglorious Bastards, I know that you have a hard time with that one. I like the opening scene, though. Because yeah. it really does set a tone that the rest of the movie doesn't catch up to. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I, I love it. It's just yeah. yeah. What about I, 
maybe maybe getting rid of Empire and Logan because Logan's seen. It gets you basically geared up for okay, this is a rated R. True. X Men movie. True. And that's all it really gets you going for. Like, it doesn't really set the tone for what's going to happen. The only thing it really does is it lets you know that he's hurting, he's not really healing the way he used to, and it's rated R. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm okay with that. I think that's fine. And get rid of those two? Yeah. All right. All right. All right. So we're at five. Let's do it. Five, we have our Lord of War, The Dark Knight, Overlord, Raiders of the Lost Ark, and Inglorious Bastards. Okay. I, Where do we start? <laughs> you, I just really like the point you made about Raiders, how that opening scene, it gets you ready for what you're getting into, but it has nothing to do with the rest of the movie. Yeah. It just tells you that, he's, that he does this shit. Yeah. And then the Nazis come. That's Yeah. So, I think that, that'd be a good number five, because it's a great opener, but it doesn't really have anything to do with the movie. That's fair. Right. I'm okay with that. Deal. Then we go to number four. Ah, sorry. I would say between Inglorious Bastards and uh, Lord of War. I agree. I think Lord of War goes a, down a peg at this point mm-hmm. because it's technically a credit scene. That's fair. And there's more substance to Inglorious Bastards. Yeah. So, I, yeah, you know what? Yeah. Lord of War 4, Inglorious Bastards 3. Now we come to the Dark Knight and Overlord. This is this is a good one. Yes, it this is. This is a good and matchup. I am firmly on Team Overlord. So. Really? Uh, I'm I, I'm dancing between the don't two. Don't get me wrong. The Dark Knight's opener is exactly what it needs to be. Mm-hmm. But fuck me, is Overlord good? <laughs> Overlord Overlord is much fresher in the mind. So I think that's that's got a, a point there. Yeah. Ooh, it's it's hard to pick for me. Because I am such an avid Bat fan. I know. And I do really love that movie. It's not like my favorite movie, though. Like, mm-hmm. I, I think it's really good, but I don't hold it to this high esteem that most people do. No. Um, but oh, I God. would say that the opening scene of Dark Knight is better than the opening scene of Rises or... I don't know. that I almost put the Bane introduction on my list. It's With okay. that plane? The it's plane okay, but it everything? doesn't have the same, like... It, it definitely feels more so like, and it might look at what we can get away with. It might just be because it came after Heath Ledger's Joker introduction, which, yeah. oh, God, I, I still think about what Rises would have been if Heath, if he stuck uh, around. Yeah, if he hadn't died. Yeah. It would have oh, yeah, been, been intense. Good. It would have been good. Yeah, I don't know. That's rough. But so I... All right, let's think here. Both drive towards the plot. I don't... I don't know because it's kind of interesting with Overlord because that opening scene just immediately rolls into the next scene and yeah, it, it just feels it just like keeps... that opening scene is like the whole movie. Yeah, dude. Whereas Dark Knight, there's definitely a cut and then you jump into where where Batman's at. Yeah. That's why I, I'm going to go Overlord 1, dude. I, I You know what? I'm going to agree with you. It's I'm really surprised that I went this way, yeah. but I'm but going dude, to it's agree Overlord. with you. <laughs> Also, just thought of this to stand with my Overlord is our generation's predator stance that I've been on forever. Yeah. Uh, the opening scene of Overlord is so much like the opening scene of Predator where they're all in the fucking chopper going oh, to the place. yeah. Goddamn sexual Tyrannosaurus. Yeah. <laughs> and then they go into, there's like a war zone, and then all of a sudden they're just like, by the way. <laughs> I'm, it's our generation's predator, and there's nothing wrong with that. It's no. It's great. I'm totally okay with that. <laughs> It's good. I, I'm, that's going to be my dissertation when I become a doctor. <laughs> Why Overlord is our generation's predator. <laughs> a 30-page document. 
That sounds like a bit. <laughs> Up next, we have Brandon. going to be a bit if it's real life, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I'm happy. You happy? I Yeah. This ended up being pretty entertaining. I enjoyed this. Yes, sir. All right. Right on back. Krispy Kreme. Break it down. Break it down. We have at number five, Raiders of the Lost Ark. No time to argue. Throw me the idol. I throw you the whip. Give me the whip. Adios, senor. Number Stop four. The point. <laughs> <laughs> Number four, Lord of War. There are over 550 million firearms in worldwide circulation. That's one firearm for every 12 people on the planet. The only question is, how do we arm the other 11? Number three, Inglorious Bastards. Number two, The Dark Knight. What do you believe in, huh? What do you believe in? I believe whatever doesn't kill you simply makes you a stranger. And number one, Overlord. I love Overlord. Overlord is fantastic. It's so good. I don't have it, folks. I don't know if Overlord is out on DVD yet, but oh, when it, it is, it's, it. oh, give me how, how much money it. do you want? You're going to take it. Special edition, yes, please. <laughs> $50 more? I do not care. God, I'll give my soul for that. <laughs> yeah, that's good. I'm yeah. good. I'm good with that. Me I'm too. happy. That's a good list. Happy. Well, that's all we got for you today. That's all, folks. Next episode will be up on... What is Two it? weeks. 8 plus 14 is 30. 22 the 22nd they'll be on the 22nd 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 of february what year every year <laughs> yeah hot fuzz yeah <laughs> hot fuzz 22nd 22nd of february is a tuesday it'll be up on the 23rd of january of january what was my math wrong it's just you got no because oh because i was on the wrong day yeah i got you yeah i got you 23rd wednesday january that'll be the next episode if you have any suggestions send it to us we'd love to hear them we have a website that's two guys top five.com everything we're on we're at two guys top five i'm at tinky winky on twitter he's at lucas swanson uh thank you to hoodie allen for the use of your song movie movies off the album people keep talking i haven't done that in forever i forgot to do that No, he's not listening. It's fine. Yeah, no one else is either. <laughs> it's not true. We almost have a dollar. <laughs> almost have our dollar. I'd buy that for a dollar. <laughs> I'd buy that for a dollar. <laughs> Fuck yeah. <laughs> oh, pretty much. Mm. Anything else you want to talk about? Uh, Into the Spider-Verse review will be coming soon if I could write it. He'll get to it. That movie is absolutely phenomenal. Going to spoil that review right now. Go give it your money. It won Golden Globe for Best Animated Feature. It should have won for Best Everything Ever. It's fucking amazing. Yeah, but you know animation isn't a real art form. So. No, not at all. <laughs> this is the most one of the most beautiful movies. Like It, it rivals Blade Runner 2049 for me. 
Oh, God. Absolutely amazing. Go see that movie. I'm done. Are you done? Yeah, sure. Good. Okay, bye. All right, right, everybody. Take care. Be good. Watch more movies. We love you. We'll see you next time. (laughs) I'm going to look up the numbers.